When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Forever. Dog. So were you a nerd in high school? I was I was a buffer. Like I was not cool. Like I was not cool, but I wasn't like buffer too geeky. Who? So I was like the middleman. I was like the guy who like I wasn't cool, but I wasn't dorky. Like I had some friends that were popular and then some that wasn't. Like I came into high school knowing sophomores. So I came in kind of knowing the older kids. That's why I lucked up at. But I wasn't like the guy people were like like women girls in school weren't just yeah, they weren't coming. Did you have a girlfriend in high school? I did not. I always had, <laughs> always had people I had crushes on, and then like something drastic would happen. Like, yeah. I, I, we, we would start something like kind of hanging out. Yeah, like we would start hanging out or something. But then like one girl was older than me, so I never, you know, got her. You know what it was? I would never say friend zone, but I became everyone's like friend. If that makes, <laughs> I was I was the friend. I mean, you know, I. I floated. I was a floater also. I mean, um, but I would say I probably, I mean, yeah, I was probably. Did you ever get picked on, though? Like, No. I got picked on younger than high I had, there, there were. There were, it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like this where it was like someone, you would get picked on and then everybody would agree. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's like such a specific thing. Uh, but like, yeah, I had bullies. I had fucking assholes. <laughs> Were there like known bullies in your school? You're like, those, like, do you see get pi- kids get picked on or like? I did, I did. Like my school, because I always wonder. Like, I, I, I think I maybe my high school just wasn't big enough. Like, anytime I see like, and I, I may have talked about this before. Anytime I see you in a movie, a kid getting like shoved into a locker, or yeah. like people like people being like, "You're a nerd, get out of here!" Like they're, I'm like, what? I didn't see that. Maybe it was I, happening. I just didn't notice it. We, I have seen the most I see maybe is somebody getting books slapped out their hands. But yeah. like people would do that to their friends too. Yeah, it's hard because at my school, like everyone would crack jokes. So you either learn how to like snap back at somebody, or you were just sitting there getting made fun of. But it wasn't like there, there was only one kid who people kept making fun of because him. His they used to call him they used to call him and his brother Urkel and Stefan. Damn. Because his brother they 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 were twins. And I think That's I think the up. Urkel one now Damn. is extremely handsome. They're twins? Because it's they were twins, but one That's was just up. not twins, sorry. I don't know. They were brothers, but like maybe a year apart. I think one was in my grade and the other one was a year ahead of me. I'm not sure. I feel you. But one was just cool. Like yeah. the dude the other dude was just cool and the other one wasn't, at least in high school. <laughs> and like people did used to make fun of him and his brother never defended him. But like I don't think anyone got it crazy. Like again, football players would try to take each other's butt, but they would do that to each other as well. Right. So it wasn't just It was never anything Yeah, I, I it was never anything like that. It was never like we're giving him a swirly. Like, you know, right. like I'd never seen or witnessed anything like that. I slammed a kid into what? lockers. You did? What? Wait, I said, what? I always said James was a bully. Once. But it was it wasn't that it was that was my reaction to being bullied by the kid. 
like the kid like saying stuff. Oh, he was a bully. And you were standing up for yourself. Okay. Damn. All right. You, you was crazy. You were like, <laughs> he about? started that fight. You was crazy. And I ended it. You yeah, was crazy. you know, because that's what I'm about, you know. <laughs> I will say this. I was that guy who daydreamed nonstop. Like, yeah. I always daydreamed about, I, matter of fact, I had the same daydreams to this day. I don't know if y'all remember this movie with Chuck Norris. It was called, like, Sidekicks. And it was, like, him and, like, the kid who was in, like, Ladybug or whatever. But, like, Chuck Norris was Chuck Norris, and he always daydreamed about Chuck Norris and him yeah, teaming up that to movie. save the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always be, fire. like, I always be, like, in... In lunchrooms, being like, "Oh, ninjas or like terrorists are gonna come," and I gotta, I gotta like save the day. And the girls I had a crush on would be like, "Oh, Gerard, you're so cool." I love that movie. I never daydreamed like that though. I still daydream like that to this day. Like to this day, just you just turn into Chuck Norris. (laughs) It's not necessarily. It used to be teaming up with Chuck Norris, but then it became like you were. It's like you're the rock now. You yeah yeah yes yes (laughs) yes. You'd be the The one who could save the day. (laughs) Yeah, like you were like exactly. Honestly, honestly, exactly. I wish this was cooler. No, no. This, this is why I wasn't cool in school. This is why I wasn't cool in school. You weren't cool, man. This, it's clear. It wasn't that. I, I wasn't cool in school, man. I, We're I, cool. I had I had two I had two crushes did, in school. Had a crush, but three crushes. And then did you ever did you ever attempt? Did you ever like did well, you ever me, ask them me, out? Me or, one, or did, were they un was it just unrequired? Well, me and one in high school, I don't even know what you would call our experience in high school. Mm-hmm. Like we 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 did high school date, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. High school dating is a thing. Yeah, I guess. Like, we're not official title, but we definitely, you know what I'm saying? If you're on a you track You went to the thing, movies together? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That was my first went date. Went to, like, prom and stuff? First date. Didn't go to prom with her. Okay. But the 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 girl I had probably the, like, from yeah. freshman year to, like, senior year, I ended up going to prom with her. Oh, that's great. And that and was those, the whole I mean, thing. those prom, like, prom tickets cost a, Bruh, you know? I had to get a suit made. Nah, man, they try to tell me love don't yeah. cost a thing. <laughs> <laughs> tickets. Can I take what makes me mad? Well, the thing is, is that I, I'm just like wait, I spent wait, a wait, lot of you, money on that, and I was just finish. like, "You try to tell me love don't cause a thing? Buy some prom tickets." When he first said it, his eyes was closed for himself, <laughs> enjoying what he said, and then he looked up and made eye contact. Uh, every time you do that, I feel like a piece of my soul just like. My love don't cost a thing. Hold up. Is that song in it's the movie? Not, no, it's not at all. No, it's not at all. We're going to talk Lopez. about it. I needed to know. All right, let's Jennifer Lopez. Start the show. <laughs> we can't afford that song. Jonathan Raylock. James the Third. Drop Billy Gage. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. She's like a frappuccino with hips. Uh, you know, I'm trying to feel like we should vet which <laughs> quotes you, you yeah, say. Yeah, we really now. should. She's just, like, like a frappuccino with hips. I right. feel like we should start knowing what he's going to do before he <laughs> Is that was it not, Did Nick Cannon say that or did Keenan? That was Nick Cannon. Okay. And then Keenan came in and said, uh, "He said something about he was like with, with mint hot fudge and mint whipped cream <laughs> with, mint, with mint hot fudge and, mint, and he's talking about his the girls." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he uh, had the thing about this movie is this movie came out in two thousand three. <laughs> I was obsessed with Keenan Thompson. Two thousand three. Yeah, I felt it made me so mad. I was telling Dry this while I was watching it that every time he had one of his reactions, they would get cut off so quick. You to come out to the door and I said, like before he even realized what he said, it made me so mad. 
Yeah, that's I just true. feel like the movie wasn't trying to like it, it wasn't trying to yeah, propel Keenan in the way he needed. Not supporting actor. It was about, it, but it was messed up though. You know what I mean? About him, because some, but sometimes a supporting but, actor mm-hmm. gets like a mo- like you're gets right. their you're moments. Right. No, you're right. And they yeah. like just yeah, right. weren't right. giving them to him. He was too funny. Not as much. Um, my name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm Draw Milligan. My name is James Third. Did he say? Mm-hmm. Third? I don't know. He said Did he said James, third? and then I think. Something got stuck in his throat. Uh, we are a film review podcast. You heard him. We review films with leading black actors. Woo, we talking about the ones with people that are brown and black. We talk about it in the context of race. We talking about the things y'all don't want to talk about. And diversity in Hollywood. More shit y'all want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And today we are reviewing the 2011 film, Love Don't Cost a Thing. There's some shit I don't want to talk about. Starring Nick Cannon <laughs> oh. and Christina Milian. Man, I used to be in Christina love Milligan. with Virginia. She's from Dip around where I'm from. AM the Bring it up slow. Um, now, to just get this out the way real quick, the soundtrack does not have Jennifer Lopez's Love Don't Cost no, a Thing. No. Not only that, but it also has zero songs from Christina Milligan. <laughs> Wait, the soundtrack for real? Not a single one. Not a single one. Yo, I'm so mad. She had no songs in the movie either. Wow. <laughs> Wow. It made no it makes no sense. Why they call this movie Love Don't Cause a Thing and not put the song in the movie. Makes no, wait, when did that song come out? When that song came out? Alrighty then. Uh and also you you ain't got like from AM to P oh, man, come on now. Anyway. And a little bit of love. They do have a song oh, they where Nick, from AM to PM? No, they didn't. But they do have a song where Nick Cannon is featured on it. Love Don't Cost a Thing came out in two. Wow, they could have had it. Came out in that 2000. That just feels like the wrong thing to do. Damn, they should have. Both of those choices. And this movie is uh, is uh, technically a remake. It's based off of the 1987 uh, American teen rom-com called Can't Buy Me Love. And Can't Buy Me Love is a Beatles song. Oh, really? Can't Buy Me Love is like, man, it's so... I, I, I've seen mm-hmm. it a couple of times, um, and I like it a lot. Uh, and it's one of those 80 movies that, you know... Is one of the least problematic ones out of the, all the old ones, but I also think they play it dr- drastically differently. They play it like you feel sorry for him, like you, you feel sorry for Patrick Dempsey. It's like, yeah, he's not that cool. <laughs> Even when they make him cool, he still kind of isn't cool. But like, I don't know. It's just a sadder story, which I think this makes is a it more hard. Very classic rom com trope of the popular somebody popular, somebody not as popular. There's a re, you know, somebody gets a it's a makeover in this case it's Nick Cannon uh becomes a nerd then becomes popular then of course after he becomes popular he becomes the bully he leaves his friends behind yep um you know very yeah, very very common mean girls mean girls yeah. sim- similar thing they do the makeover with Lindsay Lohan she's all that girl who is like not supposed to be not hot she took those glasses off you know, she took them glasses. I'll put so, that head out. You know, it, it, this is the thing. Um, okay, this film also stars Steve Harvey, Keenan Thompson, Cal Penn, uh, Vanessa Bell so Holloway. Many in this, um, and uh, it uh, it only made twenty one million dollars at the box office. I can't find out how much it cost, uh, but I don't know. It's it feels like it didn't do great, but no. maybe I don't know. Also, he can. He just came. This is a year after Drumline. Like he came off of a power year the year before, and I think 2002 was also when he made that cameo in um, 
Men Impossible? I mean, uh, Men in Black? Is that Men the same? Men in Black 2. Nick Cannon, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A cameo. Yeah. I know. I remember we reviewed Men in Black 2. Did we? Oh, yeah, that, we reviewed Men in Black 2. Because that cameo was like, it really wasn't that big of a deal. I, I just remember it being torch. bigger than it was, and it actually wasn't at all. It was supposed to be the pass on no, the No, no, it man. wasn't. It, like, it, it was a big deal. It was like, Nick Cannon's doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I it was like, this. holy crap, why is he doing it? I have mentioned on this podcast, I grew up, was obsessed with Nick Cannon because he was the kid who wrote on all that. And then when Keenan and Kel got their own show, they put him on all that, and then he got his own show. And it's hard, it's, it's really hard to critique this movie because, because of working for him. And then even this summer, he's been very, very nice. Yeah. Whereas like now it's a weird thing where I'm like having a hard time, you know, he was very nice about certain things that I needed help with. And I'm like, ah, what do you... How do I critique this movie? Listen, I yeah. was the same. Well, you just described exactly me, except I'd never worked for Nick Cannon. <laughs> Felt all those things. He was like, the only thing, I've, I've already said this on the podcast, it just made me mad that it felt like he replaced Kel and all that. But besides that, I was like, my man's writing these movies. He's starting these movies. Drumline, man. I was like, this is, I, lo- I loved everything. Wait, what was he writing? So, okay, wait. I was oh, telling yeah. Gerard this. So, Early, early days of like IMDb, you know, it'll say like, you know, like what stuff is in development. Like now they like hide all that. You know, you got to get pro to see this stuff in development. But I remember at this time he had Underclassmen and like two other movies that was like writing credits. And then I think he only ends up with story by credit on Underclassmen. But I remembered him being like. I remember him being in, in interviews, being like, "Yeah, you know, this movie I wrote it." Um, just like talking about like all of these movies. That's incredible. But, Wait, but, I'm looking. Yeah, he has a story by credit on Underclassmen, which came out in 2005, two years after this. He has a he wrote one episode of Cousin Skeeter, one episode of Keenan and Kel, and then obviously he was the creator of his own show, the Nick Cannon show. Yep. Um. Okay. I, but I can talk about. I, I'll, I'll, I'll. Yeah, we'll talk about him. Uh, this movie has a thirteen percent around tomatoes. Uh, but it also has a sixty-five percent audience score. That makes sense. Um, what else do I need to say? Christina Milian was uh, at the height of her music career at the time. Yo, Dip It Low came out right after this. Dip It um, Low is my shit. This was uh, kind of a classic. Put a pop star in, in a movie. Yes. Um, Steve Harvey's in this. Steve Harvey's there. Yeah, I mean, come yeah. on. This right. was like, man. This is a teen, you know, and then listen, listen, the uh, the late 90s, early 2000s, there was this resurgence of teen movies, a lot of teen movies. Yeah. Um, They're not as many today. They don't do as well as they used to. Or they don't have yeah. as many, but I guess that's because they don't have as many yeah. mid bu- mid-budget movies. Yeah, true. And teen movie, teen movie is the most mid-budget. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a movie you make yeah. between the range of 10 to 30 million. Plus now, t- like, networks do it. So now, like, Nickelodeon would do that teen movie. Netflix would do that teen movie. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, And the, I think people have the perception that teen, that, like, kids don't go to movies as much anymore. Yeah. Anyway, so, we have Love Don't Cost a Thing. Uh, e- anyway, what are uh, your initial thoughts? Do you want me to start? Uh, oh, yeah, you start. Okay. Well, go ahead. I'm curious to have what you think. It's interesting. I um, well, here's what I here's what I'll say. This is what I'll say. I enjoyed it for the most part. I thought it was pretty 
you know, cookie cutter storyline. Um, I thought some of the directing choices were very odd. That th- threw me out of the movie. Certain shots, I was just like, "What's happening?" Yeah, <laughs> just felt like the director was. But it's a uh, uh, woman woman director uh, and wrote this. Um, hmm. She also wrote. Um, uh, she also directed. Wait, hold on, sorry. Something that we talked it's Troy about, Byer. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, let me see. Shoot, flip. Hold on. Baps. Baps. Oh wow, really? She wrote it. She wrote. She wrote Baps. Oh wow, okay. Um. But she directed and wrote this. Um, and um, there were elements of this. The things that are really strong to me was like, or that, that was interesting to me was like, it felt like this movie was trying to be very sex positive. Felt like it was trying to be educa- sex educational. Hmm. And they tried to do it in a fun way. Um, I think it tried to make it not as problematic as kind of the premise feels when you first hear it, but it's still, it still has stuff that makes you go, ugh, you know? Um, but you know, teens are, teens are horny and dumb and stupid and status does matter to a certain degree. And, you know, um, I thought, I actually, I actually thought Nick Cannon did a pretty good job because I thought he was perfect for this role because he, feels like a guy who like thinks he's cooler than he you know what i mean it's like it's like i mean that's that's like that's the thing that he gets made fun of a lot for and mm-hmm. wilding out is like you know people are like like you have all the success but also like we're still you're corny, gonna, yeah. you're, you're corny we're still gonna yeah. drag you like your your rap career didn't take off and you know uh yeah you got a hot you know or X now but like you know you got the hot wife but like but also like why is she dating you you yeah, know what I mean like yeah. so it kind of was just like because he's not a complete nerd so you believe the transformation to a degree but you're also like ugh, you kind of roll your eyes especially when he's trying when he really is feeling himself and he's like bah, 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 and you're just like oh my god this dude is corny like so I felt like he, and then like he you know at the end he like tries to you know he, he and you're like yeah you know I don't know I it felt right. Like I was like, this is kind of perfect casting that that aspect. Look, Honestly, who else they would have got either though? I I don't know. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it felt it felt it got. felt right. Christina Milian, um, you know, listen, she's a wonderful person. She's a great <laughs> pop oh, artist. No. I love her. No, but like for real, she's not hey, an actress. On, and you, what and you, you saying? She's not. She's not an actor. Uh, how many movies has she done after this? She know. was she was a lead, a regular on Grandfathered, that TV show, and she was great. Grandfathered? Grandfathered. Damn, actually, she has a mad acting credit. Yeah, yeah. She pretty much oh, really? became an actor. But, shortly, but like very little, like shortly not Shortly after a lot. this, her label dropped her. And I remember feeling weird about it. Not not, not super close, but she I remember- She was in Man of the House. She was in Be Cool. She has a lot. She was in Pulse. I remember that movie. But she was like, it's, it seems like she has like, she was never a big actor, but she's done acting. Look, she was, it wasn't, she wasn't bad- but it wasn't great. It just didn't pop. You know what I mean? She and she's and she's very attractive, and she's like and and she she's very likable as a person. It just was like it, it kind of was bland to me. Like, I, and it doesn't help that the character, her character, was at time. It's like I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't fully get it because it was like, was she? Did she want to be the popular? Was she trapped in that? Did she learn something from Nick Cannon? Like. I didn't fully understand that aspect of her. So I thought her storyline 
wasn't as strong as it could have been. And I feel like that's partly on the writing, you know, maybe and directing, but also partly on her. Um, I thought Steve Harvey was funny. Thought Keenan Thompson and Cal Penn, like the three friends, that they were fun. Uh, it was like a fine movie, but it was just, it was fluff. You know what I mean? Like, I get it as a teen movie. Uh, it's not bad. It's cool to see a black lead in a, what felt like a generic teen movie. Oh, yeah, that's what you're saying. Because I didn't think, it didn't feel like a black movie, even though there were a lot of people yeah. of color in it. It didn't feel like the movie was made with this idea that it was only for black people, regardless of what who wound up actually watching the movie. It, mm. You know what I mean? Um, it felt like it was supposed to be for everybody. It was just cool. And race wasn't like a huge factor, which was, Oh yeah, you know, true, true. Um, but um, yeah, ultimately, it, you know, it's it's fluff, but I, I didn't hate it. I thought, you know, it was fun. Want me to go next? After yeah. you. Um, man, I like this movie. Like, it's corny <laughs> as hell. It's a rom-com. I used to be in love with Christina Milian, uh, fan of Nick. I do think, man, I, I do think it gets corny in a way that I don't like with rom-coms and not, and not in like, it's a hopeful lovey-dovey thing. If they just made his character really corny at certain points, which just bothered the shit out of me. <laughs> but other than that, man, I like it. I like, I, I liked, uh, Steve Harvey and the dad kind of, um, it sucks that his dad is taking an interest in him just because he thinks he now can have sex. But you know what? I ain't get that. So I take it. Like, you know, I like that he's kind of interested and, like, excited by him. And, and, and you have that scene and, at the end, too, where he's like... I'm proud of you. you know he's like, I, mean? I just wanted you to have what I have. But the reality is you, you're smarter than me. You have a, you have a life ahead of you. You're going to do things I never did. I'm proud of you. Like, that was really nice. Yeah, and I thought that was beautiful, man. Yeah. Like, I thought it was so cool. Uh, I like that his friends with it. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I just enjoyed it. Um. Okay. Oh, here we go. Wait. I didn't like this movie. Okay. I didn't wow. like it in 2003, and I didn't like it when I just watched it today. Wow. <laughs> to, today and, and, and yesterday. It made me mad. Like I said, I was a big fan of Nick Cannon. I don't know. I just wanted him to be different. I thought he was too slapstick. I thought he was too over the top. I thought it was, I thought it was too much. It made me so mad. <laughs> it just made me so <laughs> mad. Then he had a nerd, had a, the, the scene without his shirt on. And like he's skinny, but he was like buff, and it was like frustrating. <laughs> it was like it's bro, perfect. It was I don't exactly need to right. See this. It's exactly I, right. It was it like made me it's upset. like it's like you're it's because like I have, a, I have a similar I have a similar physique where it's just like you're you're not you're skinny you're skinny so you could see your muscle definitions which yeah. is which is cool, but it's like you're not jacked. You know right. what I mean? yeah. It's it just fr- like I'm looking at you like you're not jacked. You're just skinny. It was frustrating. <laughs> I love this. You're skinny with muscles. Uh, uh, I, I, would cut, say, I would say, I'm they, like, yo, if that, that's what I would have looked like. I would look kept like that. Off. That would be me. <laughs> they, kept, they kept cutting off Keenan's jokes. <laughs> right. Well, it's not they didn't let movie. the moments sit. You let, when, when, when Kevin Hart was playing his small little parts. It's not, he's not Kevin Hart, man. His moments got to, okay, all right, that's fair. <laughs> I to say that's really fair. But it's rude. <laughs> that's fair, though. But it's rude, though. <laughs> I love Keenan, but he's not Kevin Hart. It seemed like the movie was, like, not... The movie... Was, they were like... We gonna, gonna this was a Nick Cannon vehicle. A Nick Cannon... I liked not, Christina Milian. I thought I liked her in this. Not an ensemble. Um, uh, I liked I liked Steve Harvey. He's, he's funny all the time. I uh, didn't grow up with a dad, but it really weirded me out... The way I mean, he was, was talking I about mean, sex with Oh, him. yeah. It was, it was I like, was like, Whoa. is this supposed to be okay? 
Yeah. But like, that, that was weird. It felt intentional. It felt like it felt like she was like, you know what? We shouldn't shy away from this. Kids are gonna have sex. We need to teach them how to use a condom. Now, sure. of course, he was being all freaking weird, he like was Mac being Daddy about it. Incredibly like, weird about we, it. We 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 you like we don't use two hands to open a condom. It's like who who is impressed right? by you going yeah. like this and popping the like? Bruh, <laughs> right. I mean, that's, that's like, scary. Come on now. And I do like that he yes, used, you are. he did you... do it and then he fixed the car. I thought that was funny. yeah, that was cool. But also like. That um, is, you're right. That is scary. It's like, it's like you try yeah, to teach about use condom, but scary. then you're like, you try to, you try to go like this. I'm like, yo, what do you break that condom, bro? You, you, you yeah, rip you that shouldn't open. Use your, that's You'd why you should be very delicate taking that joint out. You shouldn't use your teeth because you could rip the thing. Anyway, I don't, I like, I, I don't want to like completely, because yes, you do. I, I, I don't, I don't want to just completely shit on this movie. I just in 2003 had such high expectations because of the level of fame. Oh my God, and Homegirl from Dream, I didn't even bring high her up. High expectations? Home, yes, yes, I had, in Drumline, 2003, baby. I had high expectations for this movie. It starred Nick Cannon, who I looked up to a lot, Keenan Thompson, who is arguably the person who taught me how to act, <laughs> Homegirl from Dream, who I had the hugest crush on. Who's that? Uh, the blonde uh, chick. What is her name, though? I want to say her name. So that Damn, ain't nobody got pictures on this guy. That's the IMDb for it? Yeah, oh, maybe this is just not loaded. Oh, I'm looking in the wrong. I'm not even in the movie. I'm in something else. I'm in some other thing that Christine Milian did. Love. Um, but anyway, so I, I I I was just I was really looking forward to it. And so it disappointed me then. Um, and I think that there was just no way that that was gonna go away on this rewatch. <laughs> so this rewatch just cemented that to me. Fair enough. Melissa Schumann. <laughs> Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, on, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast Smartless on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. 
like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartland! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. So, you open Google Chrome on your phone, you're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with, when you're supposed to be working. But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'll say that Tessa was very upset at what, uh, what what they had Christina Milian wearing because she's oh well she's like for what reason she was like well this is a high schooler why are you putting her like why you have her like she she did have that one like white tank top where she had no bra on, and it was like it was like oh snap I mean it's so weird because that's that's what but I was like yeah. in my high school like when we had dress down days even like the way girls would roll their skirts and stuff like. I know. Uh, that's what I was like. Yo, this is reality. Like, I kind of think it is, man. Like, it's uh, like. I mean, look I at just, girl. I cheer- generally feel weird about watching movies, high, w- like watching high school movies now because I'm like, like oh, sec- they're kids. They're yeah. very sexual. And all of the shots of the skirts, like essentially yeah. just upskirt shots of the t- of the cheerleaders, yes. is weird. And you're seeing them abroad. Like, it's very like sexual in it. And they're usually actors who are in their early 20s. Like, mm. I think right. Christina was like 22 when this movie was made. It's like usually actors who are like 22, 21, 22, 23 playing 17 year old, 17 and 18 year olds. Right. Like American. So pop. I like, mean, they're having se- you're like mm-hmm. it is. And when we were kid, when we were mm-hmm. teens, it's like, oh, my God, look at them. So hot. Which is I still feel that way because I was just like, oh, when I was this movie came out, you know, those girls were older than me. And it's yeah. just like, oh, like they're yeah, very attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and it is weird when you're like because, you know, that older like 30, 40, 50 year old men are watching this movie also going like, oh, look at those hot girls yeah. and who they, are but, technically supposed to be playing 17. And yeah, the thing about it, weird. the other thing about it that's that's sort of odd too is like, is, you know, a school is going to have uh, like a dress code that like won't allow like the, the, the level to which those skirts were short and stuff. But the feeling of a high schooler is, you know, like whatever, whatever it goes right to the limit, whatever the dresses or whatever have you. And like, it feels like they're wearing nothing. And the movies, because they're older, yeah, can show that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So there's this weird, like, as a kid, it doesn't, it doesn't quite register. But as a full grown adult, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's an odd movie. Uh, all right, so let's talk about it. Um, it starts off uh, same pool boy. Yeah, he's a pool boy. He's a pool boy. He's got a unibrow. You know, they got to give Why? him a unibrow to make him look nerdy. Is that how it was in Can't Buy Me Love? I think he had a unibrow in that movie, too. Uh, he got a unibrow. His he's hair got, was crazy. He, he's got a, a crazy fro. A crazy fro. He's dancing weird. Well, the thing, well, like, first of all, I was like, yo, this kind of, like, he takes his pool job very seriously. He's got the thing. He's got, like, he's got, like, a holster for his, yeah. like, things. He got the, he's got the uh, job, chemicals baby. to test the water, you know. It's like, yeah. okay, he's a pool boy. It's like, cool. Like, first of all, that's a very respectable job as for a teenager. You're making money. You know, obviously, popularity in high school is almost exclusive to how much either it's like you're popular because you're rich, you're very attractive, or you're really good at sports. It's usually how it goes. Yeah. It's very rare that you it's like if anything else, it's like if you're super smart, nobody cares. Are you if you're attractive, then great. You can be popular. If you're not attractive, then you're a freaking nerd. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but like so he does this weird thing where there's a party and the mom comes out and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot they were ha- the kids were having a pool party. And he was like, oh, that's OK. I'll just work around them. And it's like they're in a they're 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 having a pool party. You don't work around. What are you doing? I don't know why he did. I, 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 it, See, I wish they I wish they would have made him again. But I'm going to compare him to Patrick Dempsey because I think it's OK to do uh, the, the difference between Patrick Dempsey is that he knew his status. You know, what I mean, he knew he wasn't cool. Mm-hmm. Like nothing he did was cool. Whereas in this, they almost made Nick's character almost like kind of stupid. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, he you was can't. like oblivious. Yeah, too. like you know, like for me, it was like you know where you are in the ecosystem of like high school. You know who's the coolest. You know who does what. And the fact that they made it like he didn't know just felt dumb. It felt like you expected us to be dumb, and you're making him dumb. Just make him not be cool. Make him be really sad he wasn't invited to that party. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. It's like I. I got invited to stuff because of my other friend. No, they fuckers ain't invite me. And that sucks. It's like when you, you're like the drag along to the invite. And then it's like, <laughs> I only can stay there as long as he's there. Because if he's gone, it's like, Gerard, what you doing here? It's like, oh yeah, Tony left. Let me, you know what I mean? Like that's some shit. That's like, true. I don't know. It was like this. It was that so was corny. Weird. It started corny. Well, it was, ve- I mean, because it was also like way over the top because he like, literally he goes in the pool and he's like, he, he sees her. Then he has this daydream about her walking on water and then him walking on water and then them making out. And then in the middle of the daydream, he's actually walking and kissing the air so that he falls into the pool, which was like, literally, if that's real life, it's like, you need to go to the hospital. Yeah, something yeah. is wrong with you. Yeah. You, have a, you have a delusion in the middle, like in the in broad daylight, with a bunch of people around you, and you fell into a pool, dog. Like you just had an episode. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's like it's supposed to be funny. He falls into the pool. The dude gets mad at him for falling into the pool. Again, which starts the beginning of this dude being tropes. just mad at this dude for existing. <sighs> yeah. Which was which I'm always like. Anytime I watch any of these high school movies, I'm just like, damn. Like who had these kids in their school where, they, like, I'm like, bully is one. Bullying is one thing, but like. This dude was like going out of his way, like to be like, I'm a beat, yeah. <laughs> and it like, like I'm gonna ruin like, your life. Yeah, like it was an affront to him. Like, how dare you be near me? How dare you 
be exist. a person. How dare you? Yeah. Like, don't walk down my hallway? Yo. <laughs> I didn't have a cool hallway. I didn't even know how that was even possible. We, <laughs> we had assigned lockers. You didn't, you had to be, like, you didn't That's have. That's what the cool hallway would be, though. It would be, yeah. like, that hallway where we're just luck luckily yeah, yeah, the cool yeah. kids got to oh, sign really? the same lock yeah. i think we got how do we do it like yeah we just got random I don't yeah know, we got alphabetical 100 percent got a sign it's alphabetical and therefore therefore that was one of the only times you could be next to a cool person is, is by the locker because you it was assigned to you yeah but like say as opposed to a lunch t- uh, cafeteria where mm. you know everybody yeah, i think i understand cool hallways I think that makes sense. Yeah, because you were a bully. You threw someone Maybe against the locker before. Yeah, yeah, you were a bully. You were a bully, James. Maybe there were hallways where p- cool people hung out. Where there are corridors, you know, there were little... Yes, I give you that. Okay. Uh, I feel we like... All... Yeah, go ahead. No, because we all would hang out at certain people's locker. Like, for instance, you know, lockers were all over the place, but my locker was very central, and my locker was near... Was it like, because like, it was alphabetical, like, like, a little bit further up were, like, a couple of very cute girls, and then across were like the girls from 03 and someone like I guess like it lined up so like people would hover in that area because everyone was trying to like right. get to them. Yeah. And you um, lucked see so And lucked I lucked out. up because I just happened to be like That's I was what I'm an saying. MI. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's but people if people congregate at a certain locker also like he I mean lucked, if you see he if, lucked up that he was they, in the yeah, cool yeah. hallway. But, but what I'm saying is they would be like, why are you walking down here? They would be like, why are you ha- like why are you hanging out? Why are you why are you standing here? Like move. But like my man just walked down the hallway. Like, You're right. They're like, why are you walking down this our hallway? It's like, what? I have like, to go to this class. <laughs> I li- that's my classroom right that's there. That's my classroom. I don't I know what you, yeah, what you, anyway, but, uh, okay, so we got that. Uh, man, I mean, basically, I mean, you just skip until, like, you get to, <laughs> yeah, like, for real. Yeah, we just skip to, like, for real. Like, so you then just he, to, builds, like, he builds the motor, and then... Because all you care about is when, he, know, when she smashes the And the movie's car. over. So, cool. Because <laughs> she smashed. No. Because she Listen, smashes you set in the setting of him being a nerd, bro. Like, he goes, you know, he's at home. He's uh, playing video games. I hated all games. of this. I hated this so much. Playing video games on that on the couch with the plastic, man. I do like the trope. The sweat, of, sweat I do like the trope of, like, the cool younger sister. <laughs> like, the younger yeah. sister is, like... Got jokes for him that mm-hmm. are like, but, but see, that which didn't is like hit Stranger hard things. enough though. It didn't because no, my no, thing no. is like, and the thing I'm so happy about Stranger Things. In Stranger Things, they know they're not cool. Like literally, if you watch spoiler, alert, if you watch Stranger Things two, three, season three, the black, the little sister makes fun of Dustin for not being cool the whole time, and he knows it. Dustin knows he's not cool. It is a, it's a weird thing because it's like, you're right, and the friends know they're not cool, and it does technically know. But he is kind of playing it like, why am I not cool? Yeah. See, I'm okay. With, see, I'm even okay if he does that. But the problem was they made it like he just didn't. It felt like he wasn't in the real world. Where to me, it's like you could have had a lot of. It could have been way more heart in this story. Because, again, like reliving high school. It's like there is nothing worse than knowing that you aren't a cool person. There's nothing worse than knowing like you're not invited to a party. That like giving notes were big in my school. You ain't getting no notes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You ain't getting no notes. And my thing is, if that dude is that, if his sister is younger than him, is cooler, maybe she got older friends and like there he wants to be. It's like there is just something about that where you the can fact feel that his he need didn't to even be cool. he didn't even hesitate to go in and clean the pool. Like there was no hesitation to do that. It's odd. It was like he knew he didn't think he was cool, but he didn't like it was like he was oblivious 
two clicks and in social status. It was like, but then also at the same time, aware of that because he's in a clearly in a nerd click. Well, it felt like they clearly feel distant from them. I guess it was just a, a, a just a device of the movie to make it feel like he was discovering it for the first time, and then was like, "Wait a minute, high school's about to end. I want to be cool. I want the last." Yeah, my yeah. senior year, I want to taste coolness because yeah. I didn't realize what I was missing. It was kind of like that. Like it was yeah. like he just like opened his eyes. Like this pool party made him like realize like, wait a minute, how come I can't be with Paris, the hottest girl in school? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> which l- is wild. Listen, I I used to have a friend. Hey, listen, man, daydreams will take you there, man. Daydreams will take you there. It'll Did you, you want to be cool? I wanted. This is what I wanted. I'd be I ever wanted to be. Cool. I wanted How uncool. Were you? I wasn't I like, like not cool. Yeah. I just wasn't anything. You know right. what I mean? Like I was again. Like the way I describe it as the middleman. Like I wasn't again on a sport. Like I ran track, which wasn't really cool. You know yeah. what I mean? Like my friends were really funny, so I kind of got that kind of vibe. But I, what I wanted was to have one of the like. I had like three girls I really liked. I just wanted one of them to like think I was attractive enough to like. Yeah. Back. That's that's really all I wanted. I felt like if I had that, I'd have been like high school was great. You know what I mean? And to me, in order to do that, you had to be cool because the guys who like they were attracted to were the basketball or the football players, so like the really tall ones who like did stuff, not yeah. the funny ones. You know what I mean? So I was like, that's that's. I just wanted to get to that plateau. You know, it's tough because he because again to me it's like the reason this movie kind of like makes me sad because it's like you could have had so much heart, but he just and you still could have had the jokes like. Can't buy me love. It's still funny, but also like you know, when you watch it, it's like that guy. It's it's a sad story, and then you see why he wants to be cool, and then you realize that he doesn't like. You didn't I don't see. Know. It's just. It felt like he was fine with his life, but then he just wanted this other thing. Like he liked his friends, he liked his engineering job. Like he liked his he liked his pool cleaning. His job. parents were great to him. His parents were nice. Like he had friends. He just want wanted to be cool. Like he wanted a girl. Like he saw a girl, kind of wanted her, but like, wasn't even in love with her. No, really, just wanted to be cool. It was a little. Con- it was a little convoluted up top because they don't follow the other original story exactly. Because the other original story, it seems like it's just like he just paid her to be a friend. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, it was like. Sure. He wasn't even thinking about it, except for the fact that he was like, "Don't, don't you want to create memories?" <laughs> like that's what he said. He was like, yeah. "Do you want to to the friends?" But then, but then, whatever. So then he goes to this garage. Christina Milian crashes her car. She crashes her car. She has to pay for it. It costs fifteen hundred dollars. He has fifteen hundred dollars because he's going to buy a part for this engineering thing that's going to give him a scholarship. Then it like in the moment he's like, "Hmm." And then just goes up to her and says, hey, I'll fix your car for you. I'll pay for the parts. And then all you have to do is pretend to be my girlfriend for a couple months. And then she says, you think I'm a prostitute? Blah, blah. We get all that. Yeah. He says, girl, I couldn't. Re- he on, says, girlfriend. On this re- okay. Oh, yeah. Because so it was like, out, it, it was so weird. It was like, uh, I missed that he said the word girlfriend. Yeah. So there were like two or three scenes where it was like, I was like. Is it just? Well, this is what I'm saying. This is why it's convoluted because he says girlfriend, says a couple months. She says 
first she says no and then she's like all right fine and then she's like for a week and he said it has to be a month and then she goes two weeks don't even think about sex you know yeah okay right you know don't even think about that he's like great but then she's so embarrassed in the initial scene when she's walking down in the hallway, they're holding hands, but she's so embarrassed that he first, that she's like, when they come up, they're like, what the foot, like, you know, what's going on? And he's like, this is my friend. Yeah. So she doesn't ever say boyfriend. And they she never say kiss. like, I'm with him. And one of those Do early they ever scenes say, too. She said that too? Mm-hmm, she does. Uh, they're like, why are you with him? She's like, cause I'm with him. Okay. Like that. Something like that. It's hard. Cause you, I will say you definitely realize when people start dating, um, like it is a thing. I just never heard anybody ex- until like until he starts to get actually get cool, and then they start referring to them as like your girl or whatever. But I was like, because uh, because when they had to break up, because we were talking about when they had to break up, it's like, wait, did they break up? And you really didn't realize they were together until later on in the girls' locker room when she goes, "I thought we agreed we would never date anyone's ex boyfriend right. or something like that." And she's like, "I thought the line was funny. This ain't Burger King. You can't have it. <laughs> you can't have it your way." I mean. So that was yeah. a funny line. Um, it's a funny line that that has been said. Come on, man. <laughs> that had been said before. That writer didn't write that line. Two thousand three, man. That's the best line ever. Two thousand three. Uh, all right. I'm just, I was saying that was a common line on the on the on, on in the middle school playground. Like we would say that. Like, yeah, all right. You can have it your way, baby. I mean, I will say this. It was very interesting because I think you know this movie's short and it's like very thin. But I will say it is something very interesting where I think we missed something. I know, Bray, you didn't like Christina's um, performance. I thought it was okay, but I also thought she could have... I thought if you're going to update this story, I think you could have dove more into her a little bit. Like, why would she agree to this? You know, what was her parents like? You know what I mean? Because my thing is, if she's like this snobby kid, for real, for real, like, would her parents even care that much? You know what I mean? Is this the prize car? Is this like the the hundredth step of like her fighting with her mom or her dad? You know, like... It had been so cool to give both of them like weight to their lives, you know, like totally, so they could see the other one. It, it had been so cool being like realizing like, oh, they could help. They could literally have helped each other out and build each other up. Like those are the best stories to me. It's like, oh, two people come into them, you know, and they both help each other gain and learn something. They become a team. They become like a support system, and I think that's the idea. You want that, that that understanding that like okay you fuck this up but don't worry I got you you work on that I'm gonna work on this and then we can like come up together you know and like yeah. we missed that in this like I don't know anything about her really she's just a pretty girl with like what people think she's too attractive like I, they they didn't give her the thing and then with Nick's character is like he's just wants to be cool at any cost. Well, he just wants to be cool, and he pay and he, and he pays the thing, and it's like okay. Then he gets to be cool. Um, she does the makeover, which is fun. So freaking early two thousands. I have early a makeover aughts, too, baby. <laughs> you know that baggy clothes, the Sean John. Oh yeah. Uh, very. <laughs> you know, it's like okay. And then, I hated his hair in this movie. Though. I yo, hated those twists, they. <laughs> I hated those twists, man. Nick, I hated those twists. They got a lot out of that Sean John label. You know, um, what else is there to say? I mean, my thing was, it was fun. It was just that the storyline was was like was playing all the familiar notes. Yeah. So there wasn't the only the thing that I actually the thing that I liked the most was him and Steve Harvey because that felt the most unfamiliar and weird. Yeah, I love. And it. they also so wait, can we talk about like when we first see Steve Harvey and he's dancing? 
There's like a shot where the camera's literally just like underneath him, like yeah. looking up. Yeah. What was that? Yeah, and then there's like know. another That's showing how he gets down. There was like another yeah. shot where they were where they were where he was like, let me go talk to this boy. And he goes to him and he's just like he talks to him and then he points and like the camera's like yeah. right there. So the, the figure's like right in the camera. Yeah, I I know I you like, were saying you didn't like some of these shots, but every interesting shot was so much fun for me. That was the most well, it was fun so I had interesting. On this like, she was just like, was it on purpose? Of course that I mean, that point had to be on purpose. Like it's he's literally it's like at the lens. It's like right at the lens. There's another thing where he's like at the end and it's like it's like this like slow like not even slow motion. What is that? I don't even know what you call it. What, what happened? Where it's like there's like a drag on the camera like was it, it like a pan? No, it, it's um like there's an effect where it's like sometimes they do it if like uh a bomb goes off and the person's like and the camera's like the, yeah. the image is kind of What point did they do it for this? They though? do that with Nick at some point where the image is kind of dragging. I was oh, just yeah. like, what's, what's happening? Like, yeah, what is that? It was just like some interesting straight, like just choices that I honestly, it was weird, but I guess it did make a movie more interesting because that was the stuff that was different. It was like, who is this dad? Like this dad <laughs> is so weird. Like he wants uh. his son to have sex and like, he wants his son to ditch his friends and to just be like, he wants his son to do the things that as the audience, you're just like, Oh man, this guy, he's getting caught up in himself. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, all this Cause stuff. Cause you want, you want your kid to have like a good experience. Like in theory, I'm there's only, I guess me defend him. You want, you want your kid to like be cool, have friends and like have a, like have a fond memory yeah. of high school. And it's so funny because one, as we talk about this movie, this is not a good movie. I changed what? my mind. I changed. I changed. It's not good. So I'm thinking about it now in detail. Like, I think the reason I liked it because I just like Nick. But like, they just missed so many really cool opportunities for stuff. Like when she's giving him the makeover, like they kind of had that moment and I'm having a conversation, but it's ruined with like a joke. And I feel like sometimes you can just like, even if things are awkward, yeah, you can have an awkward joke to break up the tension, but it wasn't that. It was like a silly thing, like a slapsticky thing. Because I know I have a tendency to like if things get too real, I will make a joke in a bad <laughs> like time. <laughs> but it's like it's it's there's a way to play things real, and I just thought they just we didn't get it. Like even when she comes to school, and he gets it before she does, and she was waiting outside. She didn't walk. He didn't walk the hallway with her. Right. Um. He didn't get why it was so important. Uh, and then the girl comes by, he oogles at her a little bit. And I'm like, we haven't earned his, um, cockiness yet. No. Like, we like haven't... he, it, it, he almost starts doing it like right away. Yeah. Like she gives him the makeover clothes wise. And then he's like, cool. Cause to me, it's something interesting about the baby steps of learning what is cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like again, he can act and like put on this front, but it is something about like realizing that, am I doing this right? Right. Is this weird? Like, and what was strange about it to me was the very first scene after he after he does get the full makeover and he walks into the house and he just flexes at home real quick. And then just the next, we just cut to school. Like, we're just yeah. at school. there, But there's no, there. It, like you're saying, there's no, like, him, like, guys, look at me. Like, can you believe yeah, it? Like, uh, you know, talking to his family in a way, he's, like, sort of just immediately starts playing the character. Yeah, he's playing the character. Which is, but it, it's, 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 it's strange to do that too. Like, like it's strange to like not acknowledge that yesterday you were not like this. Like that's 
bizarre. Yeah. He's having fun being just. That would be bizarre. Like if I did a complete makeover and I like started behaving a certain way, people would be like, "You're acting different," and then I would I would have to acknowledge that I'm acting differently, you know, in a line or something. I would say in movies, high schoolers are all like they do like they can just do this. <laughs> yeah. The and the idea is that. And it comes from it comes from a somewhat of a real place, which is like, you know, when you're a teenager, you just you are playing. You feel like you're playing a role the whole time. You don't have as much self-awareness and you just want. It's like you're thinking about like how people perceive you so you can just completely change. You're like, all right, all of a sudden I'm goth now. And somebody's like, why are you goth? And you're just like, this is how who I am. <laughs> this is who yeah. I am. And you're like, all right, sure you are. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you're you're putting on a on a roll. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in store or online, is easy, and saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash office hours live. Uh, but the thing that I didn't like about this, I mean, Christina Milian's character, so you have this boyfriend that she had before who's an NBA star, who's a who's an NBA all-star. He's a rookie, and my man said he scored 30 points in a game. Yeah. I was like, I was like, so this you're dude great. is Zion? Like, you're what great, the you're f- greatest player ever. 30 points? Like you are rookie, you scoring 30 points? Like that means you were that means you were drafted like top two, top three. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he was the greatest. And where did this take place in LA, right? Is that what this is? Uh, uh I have no idea yeah. where this was. Somewhere, um, somewhere sunny. I mean, they did go to a beach, so it had to be at the coast. Uh um, and so it's like, and here's the thing. First of all, he was drafted out of high school, I guess. Had to have been. Yeah, yeah. Because so everybody knew him. You know. He's literally like LeBron James, Tracy McGrady. Like, he's that level. Like, he's he's in, he didn't even go to college. Oh, yeah, he went to the league, baby. Either that or she was dating somebody who was mad older than her. But, like, yeah, that she happens, didn't go to too, college. Though. Like, it seems like it was like a one-year removed kind of thing. So he's a NBA superstar. Not just an NBA player or an all-star. A superstar. And she expects him. I mean, like, here's my thing. It's like, if it was weird because one, I didn't. I like, why did? Why was he dragging this girl along anyway? Like, he clearly wanted to do his own thing. And oh, by the way, yeah, that perfect, was absurd. Perfect, perfectly yeah. reasonable. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying, like, he was going to the league. If you are high, you have a high school girlfriend, and then you're an NBA superstar, where you are getting paid millions of dollars. Uh, out of right out of high school, you can get all these different girls. Like, yeah, it makes sense. You're not going to be with your high school girlfriend anymore if you weren't really, you know. 
But he's dragging her along and he's still saying that he loves her. But then it's like we know that he's full of it when he says something about her dating this dude. Yeah, yeah. but she. But it is weird. Yeah, it is. And weird. she was falling for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even like, oh, it's not like that. I was just doing this thing. I was like, no, you were actually falling for him. You wanted him to kiss you. Yeah. So what were you doing? They never even officially broke up. I don't even get out. Exactly. Were they not broken up? What was her thing? Like, and then why? Because what happened, it was like they were talking. The last time they talk is like that scene where where she wrecks the car. So we hadn't even seen or heard from him since then. And she was like upset with him for whatever it was that he said about his contract or whatever. Or, right? Like she's like, wasn't even upset about, she wasn't even upset with him. Like the thing that she yells at him for is like, say my name. He didn't say your name, boom. And then they hit the thing. But the but they're in a fight at the beginning because he's he's deciding to do to do something with his yeah, NBA and, contract. And, and, yeah, yeah, right. And then and then we don't see. Well, because he says I'm a I'm a he's I'm a free agent. I'm now. a free agent I'm in free terms agent. of uh, dating. 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 But didn't but oh he said that on the. He said that in an interview. He said, because so they said, they said, is there a special lady? And in, in my life? half listening to that scene, I thought he was talking about his contract. Okay. So, oh, then they were already broken. They were broken up then, right? Were they? I'm well, still. He if said, he said, I'm a free agent, then they, were, bro- they agent. were broken up. And then, but then he called her and was like, I, I just, you know, that's, I just have to say that, you know, I love you or whatever. No. So I was like, okay. <laughs> no. I mean, that happens. That I happens, agree. Though. No. That happens, though. That I agree. No, and this whole thing was whatever. But it was just like, I guess I didn't. I, I, and then we have the scene with her and the music, which was really nice. I thought that was cool. I thought that but was. I nice. didn't know she says something really dumb at one point. Tessa and I both clocked it. <laughs> what? When she when they're when they're fighting, and she says to him, "Being cool isn't a privilege. It's work. You have to work to get it, and you have to work to keep it." Oh wait, you don't agree with that? Being cool is a privilege. It's usually a privilege because you have money or you have good looks, which has had nothing to do with you working to do anything. But I do think it's a privilege to keep it in a way where it's like even like the coolest, hottest person are doing things to like stay hot, stay cool. Like for instance, like you know, one of the corny things like you see somebody in school, like Mr. Cheerleader, like at home that cheerleader is super self conscious about how she looks, who she talks to. Like, I remember the. I remember, like, some of the people in my school, uh, one of the, I mean, one of the guys, like, he was known to, like, be in shape, and, like, you know, he had a really big self-conscious thing about becoming fat. Like, he, like, the women he was with mattered. Like, if it wasn't going to be this cheerleader, it had to be, like, this really whatever girl over here. Like, it all mattered because they had to keep it after a while. It became a thing of, like, this is who your identity is, and I do think it is. I mean, again, you may get it very easily at first, but I do think it takes process to stay that way. You know what I mean? Whether you still keep being mean, putting someone, I don't know. It's like being in movies. Like, you got to stay popular, you know, theoretically. Yeah, it's like, it's but, almost like she sort of, st- and to, to both of your points, though, she does sort of say a blanket statement about what it means to be cool, and that that may not actually be the case for everybody. Yeah, like, it, it won't, it, it, it may not apply know, like, to everybody. I. I guess I didn't even like what was the statement trying to say? Like, is she saying 
Like, don't take. It's don't not take all for it's cracked up to be. Yeah. She's saying that. that. She's saying don't take for that. granted what's been going on with with me. Don't don't think you're gonna have what you have forever. Like, stop acting like you're. Because when did she say it? It had to be after he was like. It was in. It was the. It was the, the fight on the beach. Is that the one she said it? Is that when she said it? No. Is it, it before? I that? think it was before that. Because it's you know, but it's like that. That statement is. It is sort of just. It was saying, after they like, broke up. Yeah, so it, it's sort of saying like, look, don't be, don't thank you all that. Like, don't feel yourself too much. She does. She also says you're feeling yourself too much at one point, yes. right? It's like that. That's what that. But I guess what I was, what I, what I. What I wanted was a recognition from her that, oh, I did have this privilege of being cool, but you know what? It's not worth it. It's not worth the things you have to do to maintain it. Also, the people who think you're cool are not worth it. Like there was never a conversation about that in this entire movie. There was never a conversation about the people who you want to be cool are trash people. In fact, the movie still kind of ends with like, my man is cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I was just like, and it ends with like the two, those other two cheerleader girls like sitting down next to the bench to the other nerdy dudes. And I was just like, this is, I was like, this is terrible. Like, none none of y'all learned anything. (laughs) Yeah. Which is like. Why also, do we care so much about this weird end, status when stuff? When he yells at that, when he yells at the bully, everyone applauds him. He didn't do any. He one didn't do anything. I don't think that speech was much of anything. Everyone yeah, applauds him, even grown adults. Like if you look close, they're like teachers on the sidelines. Hilarious. Cheering. It doesn't make any sense. My man, during a basketball game, was like, we lose it because these losers sitting in my section. <laughs> I was like, is there a coach? <laughs> Yo, and Yo there was a, I there was a like, coach? is there a high school coach who's going to be like, my man, not only are you sitting down for this game, <laughs> I'm going to kick you off this team if you think that these nerds sitting in this section are the reason why you're playing trash. You a trash player. <laughs> Step up your game or you about to get benched. I love I love you know every time we talk about the sports part of this, bring a lot has to like like no, this nigga, what was he, LeBron? Like this, like that one little detail. 30 points. Also the coach. Yo, let me score 30 Also the points coach in that, in that scenario was like rookie. This nigga break like how good was he? <laughs> the coach in that scenario was also fully aware that the four dudes were nerds. <laughs> the coach oh, yeah, was like, totally. you think these nerds? <laughs> these also, these little ass nerds. <laughs> also, I love that my man, my man, the NBA star, the NBA superstar, 30 point. Here we go. Here we go. We'll let it go. Came right out of high school to the pros, which is only happens. There's not that many people who have done that, guys. It's like Kobe, LeBron. It's like there are Kevin Garnett. Yeah, Kevin Garnett, Tracy McGrady. I mean, like, yes, there are there are people, but it's like it's not. There are very few. True. It's like yeah. you a great player. Like, and then and then my man takes his stretch Hummer limo to just a game, a basketball game, not the playoff. <laughs> Here you go. Not state. Like, he just takes it and then he and then, like, sees his girl and he goes yeah. and says, like, and then his, like, thing is, I'm your meal ticket? He's not saying, like, mom, like, hey, I'm one of the most famous people. <laughs> now he's saying, America. hey, girl. He's saying, hey, girl, you know what this is? 
I'm in a stretch limo right now, girl. There is no way. There's also no way. Why does he care about her? He the way that he pops up in this movie, it is sheer convenience. When he shows up after that game, At the beach when he party shows up, ditch day. He shows up to ditch day for no reason. Oh, you know I couldn't leave y'all hanging a ditch day. Why? Yes, you could. Also, yes, you could. You're just on a yacht. There was no way you weren't just on a yacht. You Why sipping you champagne with my supermodels in the back of your stretch Hummer, bro. Why are you coming to this beach party on ditch day? Also, also, my nigga, how, Here you go. how long is this high school basketball season? They were playing the game. It's ditch day, and then there was a game after. Actually, yeah, you're right. They were playing games up until the – wait, what? How long is this basketball season? Actually, Bray's Basketball's right. a winter sport. Actually, Bray's right. It's over in, by, by springtime. They still play yeah, basketball right. in, in May? Maybe it's one of those weird schools. Maybe they made it to the finals? The end of the year the, is December. Like is it championship? Get out of it. Yeah, yeah. Look, man. Oh, no. We all right, anyway. being good. All, all right. All I want to say is we got to end this movie. Hey, man. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing there's not I want to say to this movie. It was we're, just like we're a fine here. movie. It's just, I just wish. He makes a speech at the end, and then and then the th- bully threatens to punch him, and then Keenan, Keenan Thompson, who got who got so scared that he ran and broke and smashed his face into a locker and broke it, all of a sudden now has the courage to just put my dude in a headlock for a couple seconds, drag him down, and then just push him off and say, "Get your boys, yo." He's like, "Get your boy," and they're like, "We got him." I was like, "What?" <laughs> Yo, if this was a real movie, my man, when Nick Cannon was making that speech, he would have got clocked in the face. I mean, and then that video would have been pulled on you. He didn't, he didn't say, say anything. Yeah. And then Keenan didn't said, do anything. I mean, Keenan, nothing. I mean, grabbed that man and put him in a headlock. Yeah, and but, I was like, all of a sudden, Keenan's strong now. Listen, man, the movie makes anyway, no sense. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. No, man, I have nothing to say to Hollywood. Just, just <laughs> I treat have nothing to say. No, man, just treat. And they be and they get together at the end, Nick and uh, Christina. That's not real, man. You know what it is? Is I again? I would defend rom coms. I just like sometimes I don't like when people just get back together because it just feels good. It's like they they didn't show the connection between the two of them, and the characters didn't help each other grow. They didn't learn anything. They didn't they didn't grow at all. None of them grew in any way. Like nobody, yeah, nobody. nobody changed. No one learned a lesson. And it was like I don't know. I guess to me it's like when I think of like relationships and things that make people happy it's like it's, it's the partnership things get bad yes but at the end of the day someone's like hey you work on this i'm work on this and then we will work on our shit together and hopefully this will make us better together you know that shit did not happen in this movie Ugh, i don't know whatever yeah i you know and while i was watching it because i felt kind of similar to what how you were feeling dry like while i was watching it i was like wow like it's really weird like how like seemingly oblivious to everything nick cannon is like it's like it, it doesn't acknowledge like the reality you know Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, that's a lot like that moment in Gemini Man when he looks up and he sees himself for the first time. And what? He, Why is your voice like that? And he notices, he, but he doesn't right away. Like, stop! I hate here. When he this sees it, he doesn't do. He Ugh. like doesn't do anything that makes sense. Like he acts weird. John. You just gonna let him keep going with this? Sorry, I blanked out. Okay, enough of this. Uh, (laughs) It's like this soft voice ass. Time for the cause. Rate and review films not based on how much we like. That's why I don't wear headphones. (laughs) It helped the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. If you think it fully helped the cause, you get a black fist. Okay. Someone helped the cause, you give it a white palm. All right. If you think, I don't think this movie helped the cause at all. We don't give it anything. I thought you were making a statement. (laughs) 
<laughs> I thought she, I thought that was your statement. Like, I'm just oh, saying. we have to call it off. All right, I'm gonna count it three. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Oh wow! Two black fists and a white palm. Wow, I gave it a white palm. Look, I gave it a palm because I don't think the movie did anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I will say this: what it did do was give Nick. <laughs> Another vehicle. Come on, man. Which, which to an extent, you know what? To be truthfully honest, like, and, and I'll be real, like, I think this movie didn't do that well, but it allowed him to do another movie, which allowed him to do, I think, the first time they did Wild and Out was like maybe a year after this. Um, uh, so I think it is just, this was just another notch on the belt that Nick Cannon had at this point. Um, did it help Christina Milian? I mean, I don't know. I guess she kept working. Steve Harvey was I mean was already Steve Harvey like I like, I don't think this director did a bunch of stuff after this I don't think this movie was like became a classic I think it was nice that we had an average black teen comedy you know what I mean like cool I don't think it needed to be great and I think it needed to be bad I'm think I'm just happy it existed and again like this movie helped Nick which again I guess helped me help me pay for shit so uh, that's the money I use for projecting. So, you know what I mean? So, whatever. It all like, goes around, baby. It yeah. is all full circle. So, I'm like, you know what? I'm happy it existed, but I don't think it, like, pushed yeah. the meter. I, so, I think it did. Like, I, like uh, it was another notch on Nick Cannon's belt, but his belt was, grow- like, those notches were growing. Like, this was really, like, a, 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 obviously, Drumline was that big turning point, but, I thought this was like big for him, and it had Cal Penn in it, Kenan Thompson in it, um, and they're both big, very big, recognizable uh, POC names. Um, and I mean, Christina Milian, like she didn't go on to do a ton more acting, but she did like, I mean, she didn't go on to do a ton more lead stuff, but she did keep acting. Um, like I said, she was great in Grandfathered. Um, and I just feel like the creative team around this, there's a lot of, there's a lot of POCs in the creative team. So, um, this is one of those, like, it's like, yeah, like I'm glad this movie was made. I didn't like it, but I'm glad that this movie was uh, made. And I think it, I think it's uh fist worthy of a fist. Yeah. I think I gave it a fist mostly because I do think, um, it was just another one, another vehicle f- with with Nick Cannon kind of solidified him as a movie star um even if it didn't do the best it also gave us like a teen movie with black lead which we don't have that many of you know like that's just kind of the, the reality of it there's so many teen rom- teen rom-coms especially at this time with like movies like you know with Melissa Joan Hart and Freddie Prince Jr you got the American Pie movies you got uh just there are so many uh films like this that they made a film called not another teen movie to to spoof them all um and with all those movies there were very few black leads like usually you have so much so that not another teen movie had a joke a running joke that the dude's name is like yeah i'm token black guy i'm here to say things like damn what's up and that's (laughs) right and they have keenan essentially playing that role but the thing is he's playing that role with a a lead actor uh, who is also black and another actor of color, Cal Penn. So that was kind of cool. And a lead actress who um, is a person of color. So we have that, and that's cool. Uh, yeah, uh, that's all I need to say. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Uh, Thank okay, you. so um, 
uh, please follow us at Black Man Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Go there to find links to our merchandise. We've got things like T-shirts and hoodies and iPhone cases and stickers, things yep, like we- that get it uh we also have a link uh to our patreon we do two bonus episodes every month that are exclusive to patreon listeners thank you so much if you are uh subscribed to that uh it's only five dollars a month uh there's a plenty of bonus episodes we've been doing it for a while now uh we we do things like uh cinderella uh t- made for tv movie that came out uh all the marvel movies all the mar like a lot of the marvel movies like avengers endgame and and spider-man far from home and um yeah so so many fun things like that go check that out uh you can rate and review us online if you leave a uh five star review we will read your reviews on the air i'm about to do that right now this uh <clears throat> This one is coming from, let me just see. This one is from Newsy, News Watcher Guy. Great, smart, insightful review show. I love the show. Tessa is my favorite. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I like the perspectives and discussions commonly overlooked in Western society. I only got one issue, and it's a small one, but I've seen you expand out to other underrepresented populations but have yet to see a show focusing on Native Americans. Led oh, Hollywood movies. Okay. It wouldn't be too hard. We got about f- five of them. <laughs> uh, Indians like to talk, so I'm sure you could find someone to chat it up. There are a lot of us who would love to talk up a movie. I like talking about Native films. Also, maybe a special show talking about representation in TV. My movie requests, Golden Child, uh, oh. Deidre, and Laney, Laney Robitrain. Oh, Harold and Kumar, old school movies, Black Station films. Okay, so this was a lot of requests. Thunderheart, Will Rider, and whole bunch more. But either way, I love the show. No matter what, the minute I watch a movie, I want to see what you guys say. Cool. cool. Thank you so much. Uh, and this one is by Stressed in San Francisco. Insightful and funny. I love the dynamic between the hosts. As a white mom raising a biracial teenager, I love being exposed to a point of view that may not occur to me on my own as I work to expose my child to a broad range of life experiences, perspectives, and communities. Keep up the fantastic work. Hollywood City! There Thank you go. You. Hollywood City is real. Um, okay. What, uh, uh, yeah. Next week, we will be reviewing The Upside with special guest Steve Way. And don't forget, December 6th. December. Six. You know what I'm Six, saying? Baby. Get ready for it. Make sure your Netflix, you know, make sure you stole a password or you paid your bill. Because Astronomy Club, the sketch show will be out. Uh, make sure you, you pay a bill. Or steal somebody's <laughs> password. Nope. Not, don't steal no. it. Just oh, share it. Oh, that's right. Just share it. You're share right. You're right. Make sure you. Just have a working Netflix account. Make sure you get an account. Ah, right, y'all. <laughs> All right. Peace. Peace. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Pew, pew, pew.